Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. March, God will give you speed. That is God's intention this month of March. And the speed that you will garner will continue to increase in momentum. Any go slow on your pathway will be removed in Jesus' name. Speed is key. Two things that encourages God to give us speed. First is to restore us for lost time and lost opportunities. When you have missed seasons, people can lose out on five years. On seven, Nebuchadnezzar lost out on seven years of his rulership. When God wants to now restore, he gives people speed to cover up for the time lost. Another reason God gives speed is to show that he's not a man. That I am not a man. I'm not on your chemistry level or, or psychology level. I'm God all by myself. So you find that when somebody is sick, and maybe the treatment should have taken three years, chemotherapy or this one, to help the person out, God can do it in an instant. So I pray that this month you will experience speed in the name of Jesus Christ. Accelerated progress in terms of our journey through life. When you hear mounting up with wings as eagles, it's talking about speed. If you study the eagle, um, when, when the eagle begins to mount with the span of the wings, it covers considerable distance in a short time. Speed is real. And I was humorously uh, trying to help people see the difference between, you know, slow and speed. And we said, how, how long does it take? I hope you are listening. I hope you are hearing me. Uh, because uh, it's either you are typing what I'm saying or you are distracted already. One of the keys to speed is focus, isn't it? Uh -huh. When you are driving and you are receiving phone call, you can crash. You will not crash in Jesus' name. So if you are in service, be in service. And let the Holy Ghost service you. So that they won't be asking you, why are you going to church? They will see the reason you go to church. Because the difference will be clear in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay. If you are going to trek from Lagos to Kano, how long will it take? Pastor Bright, Kano. You should trek to Kano. <laughs> how long does it take? Two years, Abba. Maybe one month. That's if you arrive, you arrive safely. If you are going to run from Lagos to Kano, it reduces to maybe two weeks. And you now arrive properly too. If you are going to take public transport, those who travel to the north, how long is it from Lagos to Kano? 18 hours. 14 hours. You see how speed... Uh, one is taking almost a month, another one like two and a half weeks, perhaps. Now we're talking about 14 hours. If you, are, if you are driving your own vehicle, how long is that? 12 hours or 11, because it's your car, you can move. Now, if you're going to fly to Kano, how long does it take? One hour. So you see, that, and that's how life is. And those things are all available. You can, it's your leg. You can walk and be breaking it and then... And you can run. It's your leg. You can't really borrow another person's leg. 
And if you are going by public transport, it's your money in that sense. And if you are driving your car, it's your car. If you are flying, it's your money. So buy the ticket. But all those things help you to arrive at different times and in different states. The man driving or using public transport or running or trekking will still be a bit fatigued compared to the one that flies just one hour. And then we have the Philip dimension that you can appear and disappear. How long is that one? How many? Me? Like, Rabba Tonda Signan Legida, Father, Kano now to heal the sick. Take me to that crusade. Rabba Tuya. And I appear in Kano under two seconds. You will see speed. The things that took your mother 25 years will take you less than five years. Uh, your amen is very weak now. I'm not playing this money. Some monies your dad had, uh, uh, earned for 40 years. In six months, it will enter your hand. If there are some things that your parents or grandparents never touched in their lifetime, they only desired it. You will touch more than that with speed in the name of Jesus. You will break family records positively. Look, people build houses for two years. Some build it for one year. Some build it under six months, depending on the capacity and the availability. Some families build houses for five years. I'm sure you've seen that. Some, the building is still on. We've seen churches build some churches for 10 years. The head of the committee with that, another committee will take over. Another 25 years, the building will be done. But God will give you speed in the name of Jesus Christ. The price for flying, how much is it? Tokano. Hello. 70 70,000, right? 150, that's business class. Normal class. <laughs> she said normal class. <laughs> 150,000. How much is it to take tra um, public transport? Hello? 15, 20,000 by public transport. Another one is almost 150,000. You see that there's a price for speed, isn't it? How much is it to trek? <laughs> trekking thousand. Someone said trekking thousand. So all through this month, I will be teaching on what it takes to walk in speed. Your life will not be slow. You will not be looking at your colleagues in front and be backbiting them. You will have no reason in the name of Jesus Christ. Because your own life too will gain momentum in the name of Jesus Christ. I had it many years ago, backbiting. is because you are at the back that you can see the person's back. And you are biting him from the back. And what is at the back most likely might be the person's mistakes or errors. So you, can, you are seeing the debris, the death. So you have, you have your own excuses for backbiting the person, but it's because you are seeing the back. There's a price to pay. The first price to pay is desire. I'd rather trust God for resources to fly to Kano than trekking to Kano. But some people don't have desire. They just live their lives as it is. Your desire would make a difference in your generation. It is called hunger. I'd rather... I work with God to supply the money for me to fly because it's available. He gave mankind the wisdom for planes. 
than just being there and say, hey, anything that happens. No, Lord, I trust you for resources. There must be a desire for speed. A strong desire. God, I want to mount up with wings as eagle. Help me. And, and, and you know, this fasting, uh, fasting or partial fasting, we are doing this 40 days. I want everyone to get on board. So that you can mount up with wings as eagle. That is one of the prerequisites for that kind of speed. He said, they that wait upon the Lord, you know, he gives power to the weak. As we are waiting, you are getting new anointing, new strength. So you can mount up with wings as the eagle. The capacity for a plane to take off, the, the cars don't have it. The cars don't have it. They have their own power. Boeing 747 or Airbus, you know, 320 to, to take off and be in the air for 8 hours, 15 hours. The car does not have it. And the one that the car has, tricycle does not have it. And the one that tricycle has, bicycle does not have it. And the one that bicycle has, the, the leg cycle does not have it. It's still better to do uh, cycling. God said to me, I want the power level in the church to go up. The level of power needs to go up for the things I want to do and for them to be able to do new things. So we started on March 1st. Partial and full, but ensure you're on board. The major constant in the prayer fast is prayers and word intake. Increase in spiritual strength so that, when, so that you can even take off in the first place. And then when you take off, you can stand tall. We post videos virtually every day on our platforms of past messages. Some messages I preached outside the church that are powerful. Well, we believe they are powerful. That, that you, you can listen to again and develop the wingspan of an eagle. It's not the same of the chicken. The claws, you know, they call it talons. For the eagle, if you see. The, I, I saw a documentary where an eagle was carrying a whole goat. Something bigger. And then picks it up and takes off. When you mount up with eagles, you are going to be achieving things bigger. Higher things. Said this kind, goeth not out except by prayer and fasting. It's not a month to just be eating and, and, and playing around. God wants to increase your capacity, your ability to do new things. Uh, many things, I mean, I, I was standing before a, a great man of God last year. He, he gave me a prophecy and I understood it. He said he saw something. He said he saw like something uh, uh, high, like a wall. And I was looking at it. Like I wanted to scale it. And then it was hard to scale. And then suddenly, that wall became dwarfed. And then you climb it. That's what happens when you grow in power. Things that was looking like hard to accomplish, suddenly you just walk over it. You decree a thing and it happens with ease. You break into new, you too, you would know when fire is burning in your system. You know when, you know, you know when you are, you know, fasting helps your spirit to be stronger. And when your spirit is that strong, you can move mountains easily. So when you are doing your partial fast, some of us are skipping dinner, some are skipping this, or break, breaking by three, whatever you are doing. Don't be legalistic about it. Do it as with a sense of responsibility. Only that for us all in the church, Wednesday is a full fast. Then for all our leaders, because you are leading us, 
Wednesday and Friday is a full fast. And any other one, the Holy Ghost will hijack your heart to do. Please obey. He said, fill the water pots with water and you will have a new wine. Fill it with water. Let's follow his instruction this season. And imagine, and thankfully we are closing it, I mean, Easter Sunday. You, you, the emergence will be so different. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Another thing that helps us to experience speed is laying aside every weight and every sin. I can categorically tell you that you hardly enter into new dimensions in your life without laying aside certain things. It could be a weight. It could be a sin. One of the testimonies, maybe we'll read that during the week. This guy has been trusting God for some things. Every, he was praying. Everything blocked. And the Holy Ghost told him, unforgiveness towards your father's family. Something happened in the family. You know those things that happened. And then the father's family treated her mom, sorry, his mom wrongly. And he carried unforgiveness. And the Holy Spirit said, if you don't drop this thing, you can't move. He said he was in service. I was preaching and he was in tears, crying. I said, Lord, I forgive them from my heart. And dropped it. He said, when he left the service, he called the mom and said, Mom, this has been, Mom said, I have even forgiven them. And he let go. And then after that, everything began to happen. Interviews that were not happening. There are things you have to let go. Sin or weights. Let's read this scripture. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us, let, let us do what? Can we say louder, people of God? Every what? And the which? So you can run. So you can move with speed. There are weights. Unforgiveness is a weight. Hypocrisy is a weight. Sexual sins are heavyweights. Unfaithfulness to your spouse is a major weight. Drunkenness, excessive anger, masturbation, some habits. Some people just have some habits. It's a weight. You know, um, uh, social media addiction, TV addiction, any kind of addiction. I, I, I remember I was preaching in Oweri some two weeks ago, and a young pastor came to see me. I said, Pastor, you don't know me. Some years ago, that is almost five years now, you were preaching in Daystar in an executive leadership training, and you talked about how addiction affects people's faith. I learned that from Kenneth E. again. Any kind of addiction, anything that you are holding on to that is not God will hinder your life. Anything. He said he was addicted to soft drinks. He said, as I was talking, and praying, he said, the desire for it just died. He said, Pastor, it's five years now. I'm free. I'm free. You can be addicted to phone, addicted to anything, but it's hindering your faith life. You must let go. Tell your neighbor, let go. Now, the way that scripture says it, it means you can, except you don't want to. Oh, can I have anything that can lay aside here? Maybe that bag. Your bag. Your beautiful bag. It's a beautiful bag. Amen. Hmm. I must have bought this or something like that. Now, is this bag heavier than me? So, can I lay it aside? So, when he says, let us what? That's the first place of victory. It means 
You have power over it. Don't let the devil deceive you and say, ah, it's not me, oh. it's temperament. Or the way my father did me, you are, you are hindering yourself. You can lay it aside as I'm speaking that I will not. Maybe you even came to this service from a wrong place. And normally after the Sunday service, you will dance again, eh, jire, jiro, eh, or you dance, and then you now go back. As you are living now, you go somewhere else. Amen. Oh, there are some monies in your account that is not yours. As the service that you transfer it back to the owner. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to, but the Holy Ghost is talking. Lay aside every word. I don't want to dirty this special. Can I have those weights? Let me just do some exercise here. Quickly, please. When you have weights, Anything, it can be anything. It can be anger. Just any small thing, you are angry, you now say some words that you should not say. Or you, every small thing, you wake up, instead of praying, you are watching Facebook. You, you look at yourself. You wake up early in the morning, a new day that you've never seen before. It's Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Or chatting without talking to your creator. Ah. Ah, it's on our way to. How do I do this? Uh, let me just do this. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Oh, yeah. I did this one. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ah. You see, am I, am I experiencing speed? Eh? Can I run there now? But when I drop this one first, I can move faster, isn't it? Lay aside. And I lay this one aside. And then this one, I give you to carry it for me. You should drop it, though. it's not good for you. And then I just throw this one away, I can run! May the Holy Spirit reveal to you what is stopping your journey. I pray, I pray these 40 days. May the Holy Spirit reveal clearly to you the things, the persons, the places that you need to lay aside so your life can gain momentum. And then receive grace to lay them aside in the name of Jesus Christ. They come in various categories, my friend. Various categories. For somebody here, yours is just, you, like, you enjoy bitterness. You move from bitterness to bitterness. The problem is no more the people. It's the bitterness syndrome. So Kelechi offends you. You are bitter. After you resolve with Kelechi, before you resolve, honor her. You are bitter with honor her. After that one, you move to Orelokwe. You just find out at every moment you are always that is what you need to lay aside, and you have to make some decisions on that. How do you lay things aside? Number one, destroy every excuse. One of the things that keep people in failure is excusitis, it's a disease that gives you the reason why. Uh, the reason why I'm cheating on my husband or my wife is because my husband is always very angry at home. So that's why you are living in immorality. You are lying to yourself. 
Or the reason why I'm still is because the economy is bad. Hmm, you're a thief. It's different from the economy is bad. Or the reason why I get angry and I curse people is because of what people do to me. If you know what they do to me, you'll be cursing like me. No! You are not controlling your anger. Excuses. If not for my dad, I won't be taking alcohol. I grew up. I grew up. My dad is, was just an alcoholic. And I saw that for 30 years. That's why I am... No. Excuses. Excuses. Look at the phone we are using. As great as it is, we are not using it 30 years ago. Or 20 years ago. So don't make it look like you cannot do without it. For just one hour, you start shaking like something has gone wrong. You need to deal with it. Anything can become a weight. An attitude of the heart can be a weight. And how do you know something is a weight or a sin? Beyond the attacks that can come from Satan, you just, when you weigh your life, you realize that it has been impeding your progress. Can we have that verse in NLT? NLT, that uh, Hebrews 12 one there about. NLT, uh, in, 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 uh, in NLT. Thank you. He said, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off. Somebody says, strip off. Every way that... So sometimes, not that you're not moving, but you are too slow. The thing is slowing you down. Like, like, like sloth. Laziness slows you down. The call you should make on Monday, you are making it on Friday, the entire week. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to... Slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips. You know the things. And if you don't know it, Holy Spirit will reveal it to you this season. Can we have this verse in NIV? Laying aside weight. You know, I was just meditating. He said, they that wait upon the Lord. Waiting is, Lord, have mercy on me. Cleanse me. Give me new anointing. Give me new power. You are waiting. We call it fasting. And I'm oh, fasting, fast. So as I do that, I'll be fast. I will gain speed. I will mount up with wings as eagle. Look at the Navy. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw out. That means it's something. Throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Avoid the excuses. Then there's what they call power cut. If your left eye causes you to sin, cut it out. If your right eye causes that's what Jesus said. When you want to deal with certain things, some things must go. Some places you have to decide, I won't visit this place again till I die. I remember when I got into university my first year, you know, uh, Jambite. There were some two guys in my class. Very beautiful. I mean, guy is very nice. But I just noticed that any small thing is snooker. When we're supposed to be doing lectures. I don't know. My life is not like this. Though. They'll be doing classes. We'll be playing snooker. I'll just be standing with them. After first semester. So as I'm going for this second semester, I sack you. We didn't fight, but the friendship stopped. And I've never regretted it. I graduated as the best in that class. And one of them had like two or three years extra. These are rudimentary things, but that's how life is. A friend might need to be cut off. A place might need to be cut off. An attitude needs to stop. Some of us here, your challenge is when you are corrected. 
you don't just like correction. It makes you feel like they say you have failed. So when correction is coming to help your life, you fight against it. And over the years, you have done that. And many of the things that God has been trying to help you with, you have given reasons, you have rejected correction, but your life is backward. Can you review your life? But there are some things they have said to you in the last seven years that you might need to recollect. My former boss said that. My husband or wife said that. My other friend had mentioned that. And the thing is still here with me. I need to let go of this thing. It's slowing you down. Look, you will not be on the same, in the same place by December this year. Even me, I know go grieve for you. So you must win. Amen. You will lay it aside. And I said in the first service, Laying aside those things, the devil is very persistent. One of the strengths of Satanus Diabolus is persistent. He knows that persistence wears down a man. Anybody can make a decision now. Oh, I will never go there again. It's not bold face, oh, it's spirit face. And then you must be ready because he's going to come back maybe on Tuesday. Many people that had wrong relationships will tell you here that they broke up 10 times. They broke up after six months. The guy will start calling, how are you? I miss you, dad. <laughs> and she has vowed, though. And he's not be picking his call. I miss you, dad. What's in now? I've not been myself since six months ago. He has gone up with three people within that six months. You don't know. And then you talk, and then you return to that relationship. After seven months again, you break again. Go and read the story of Delilah and uh, the Samson. Delilah, the devil used Delilah. She, she was persistent on him until he voiced out what he should not voice out. So in the school of warfare, it's persistence that wins persistence. Every believer must be ready with the principle of persistence that if you come back a million times, I did here for you. That's why Jesus said, men ought always to what? Pray and not to faint. That's persistence in prayers. So when you are making a decision, don't think that we are, no, they will come back. Especially bad friends. Or bad habits. Yes, I will not eat this thing again for like three months. I will not eat it again. I will not, again, it's affecting my health. I don't know, I'm just getting too fat. Or it's affecting my, I will not, okay. The next morning in the office, somebody will supply you to the office. The next morning. Or somebody in your neighborhood. And then you'll be looking at it again. Say, ah, okay, instead of stopping, let me small, small. Let me just, you know, I used to take three cups before. Let me just take a, a, a one cup. Come, come. And then you yourself will be saying, oh my God, after three days. There are, there are thoughts I battle with, sometimes a whole day. Because I learned that if the devil brings it a thousand times, say it a thousand times, I shall live and not die. My child lives. In Jesus' name, you'll be walking, devil will bring another kind. I cast you down. I prosper in my nation. I prosper in my nation. Satan, I prosper in my nation. Thought comes, my marriage will succeed. My marriage will remain strong. You, if he speaks it, you speak it, and you, you have to be persistent. When he was after Jesus, and the devil take at him, and he left him for a season. So please, let us grow. Let 
us be translated this season by laying aside and desiring to capture new anointing, new power. I, you know, Pastor Bode, I read the story of Samson. The Bible says, and the Spirit of God came mightily on him and he tore a lion like he would tear a small goat. Ah! He used the jaw of a donkey to kill a thousand Philistines. When you grow in power, you will be achieving very, very supernatural feats. You'll be hitting things at a frequency that they'll be wondering at you, a jawbone, killing 1,000 people. But before you hear that, and the Spirit of God came mightily. So this season, whatever the devil has done in anybody's life, whether it's for 30 years or 10 years, it will be ripped off in the name of Jesus Christ. I can't hear your believing amen. We shall see new victories in this church. We shall experience uncommon testimonies in this church. <laughs> they locked him one day and he took the gate, <laughs> removed the gate and just moved on. That's the power of God. Imagine operating in that in the spirit. Or is it the wisdom of Joseph? Wisdom of Joseph that was able to administer not a nation, an empire. When that kind of wisdom rests on your head, you can run a multinational with ease. Not leading a whole small shop. You, you'll be thinking on a frequency, on, on Solomonics. Joseph, you, you'll be putting things in proper shape and that business will explode. These are things you must seek for. Or is it the strength of Caleb? You know Caleb? That was still taking new territories at 85. I said, Lord, give me the strength of Caleb. That at 85, let me be taking new territory. He told Joshua, I am still able to take that territory. Give me. I am as strong as when I was 40. It's not normal. And Joshua said, okay, go ahead. And he went and conquered at 85. Ah. So if somebody is like that at 85... That means at 45, I can be even like 25. But it's the strength of Caleb. You ask for it. There are things you see in scriptures you need to ask for this month. The favor on Esther. Lord, let it sit on my head. Crown me, my generation, to your glory. You ask. And you ask persistently. You ask deliberately. There are some battles you are facing, maybe in your health or in your marriage. You say, Lord, remove this reproach from me forever. I don't know where, but Lord, make a way. You will not miss it these 40 days. That was the passion I had last week when I was trying to express that everyone should find a way of getting involved. Because I know that a lot is tied to it by the help of the Spirit. We will gain speed. By the end of the year, when we are doing Thanksgiving service, your downstairs will scatter this place more. Because God would have done amazing things in your life. Are you blessed this morning? Rise up on your feet, people of God. Glory to God. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. 
Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Owaronshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Achieve greatness.